Welcome, you're listening to A Pop of Psych, a fun and educational podcast about the interdisciplinary applications of psychology. Hi guys, it's Stacy. Today's episode, episode 20, is going to be a quick chat on cancel culture, what it is and how it has been panning out in the media in the past few years. Tune in towards the end for our resident interviewee, Rachel, and her thoughts on cancel culture. Welcome to segment one of today's episode. On segment one, we will be talking about what is canceling. A public figure says something that doesn't sit right with you. Enter stage right, public backlash in the form of posts, videos, tweets, and every other technical social media term that means an output of information into the void of the internet. The public figure is being canceled, or may already have been canceled. Defined by Dr. Apoldolokia, Professor of Marketing at Rice University, canceling is an individual's volitional act of publicly rejecting and actively pursuing harm against the perceived transgressor. He continues by saying that there are two parties involved in a canceling episode, the canceller and those that are canceled. The canceller engages in three psychological processes to cancel the person to be canceled. One, identify or become aware of the transgression and internalize it as something important. Two, experience strong negative emotions. This can include, but is not limited to, outrage, disgust, fear, and anger. Three, act punitively to harm the cancel to be in a public rejection response, but also private actions like via direct messages on Instagram or emails. Linked in the description of this episode, as well as on our website in the description of the episode, is Dr. Delokia's graphic of canceling of the canceling process, as well as the article that these processes were defined in. Interestingly, relative to other forms of rejection, such as ghosting and boycotting, the canceler's actions appear disproportionate to the magnitude of the transgression. And there is no innocent until proven guilty, but rather the canceling is based on the judgment, the sole judgment of the canceler. According to Dr. Valerie Fridland, the professor of linguistics and director of graduate studies in the English department of the University of Nevada, the word cancel is different from the words boycott or reject in that in it is weaved a communal sense of morality and accountability. And by implying so, a person is obligated to signal, even alert others in what is the event of social cancelling, which will be discussed in the second segment. Welcome to segment two, what is social cancelling? Subsequent, this personal cancelling is the culture aspect, where now other people that share the same negative emotion to the transgression and have acted in some way to harm the cancelled to be, or at this point even the cancelled, use some medium like social media to collectively denounce the transgressor and reject this person. By using social media and amassing a following against this person, harm is amplified and possibly, if not already, disproportional to the severity of the transgression when it reaches the cancelled. A danger of social cancelling is the lack of tolerance for opposing views, possibly censoring or coercing those with opposing views, 
thus restricting free speech, all of which are pointed out by Dr. Dolakia. As he notes, anyone can be cancelled, and at any time. But as noted by Vox, even public figures that have been cancelled aren't completely blacklisted either. Nor do many of them face serious repercussions. Some male public figures that were called out during the Me Too era still have a career ahead of them, their them-being-canceled episode lasting nearly a few months. And many beauty YouTubers have been canceled. They post an apology video, people make fun of said video. Days to months later, the cancellation becomes forgotten and just a hey-remember-that-time conversation starter. These canceled episodes have also caused increases in sales of the people being canceled. J.K. Rowling's support of a trans-exclusionary radical feminist in a recent tweet has actually caused an increase in sales for books in Great Britain. R. Kelly and Michael Jackson's music have increased in sales following documentaries that explored allegations of sexual assault. By recognizing the toxicity of cancel culture, sympathy is sometimes shown towards the canceled and can victimize said person, painting them as collateral damage of society's mob mentality. There are much more examples where those that are canceled aren't really canceled and rather gain attention from the media from being canceled. So what's the consensus on cancel culture? In the next segment, me and Rachel will be discussing on a low-key basis what we think of cancel culture. Hi guys, now we're joined on segment three with my bestie, um, if you knew from the introvert extrovert episode, Rachel. And Rachel is going to go through a series of questions with me about cancel culture. Rachel, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys listen to the other podcasts, uh, yeah, you know who I am. But if not, um, <laughs> I'm Rachel and Stacy is my best friend. Okay, Rachel, first question, have you heard of cancel culture before? Yeah, I've definitely heard of canceled culture, especially over the uh, past few years. Um, it's a weird concept and it has its definition is not what you think it'd be, especially here in canceled culture. But it, if you like delve into it, it's actually a really interesting topic. Do you know of a recent incident where a celebrity had been canceled? Um, honestly, I don't know that many, but I know of one person uh, that was canceled. It was, I think, last year, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows who this is, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> and I haven't looked into it too much, but um, I remember... Uh, looking like at Twitter and like seeing all these posts about Ellen DeGeneres being canceled because um, as you guys know um, she is seen as one of the nicest people basically on this earth 
and um, in Hollywood and everything. And she's done a lot to help a lot of people who uh, don't have enough money or food or anything like that. Uh, but last year, pretty sure it was last year, um, there were a lot of like, I don't know if it's allegations, but there were a lot of oh, rumors. There were a lot of rumors about her, how um, she was really mean and rude to her staff in her company and everything. And there were just a lot of rumors going around about her not uh, being the person that everyone saw on TV. And when the rumors started um, happening, a lot of people who used to work for her um, actually started like coming out and saying that, yeah, she's actually really rude. She's not who she says he is. She's not who she says she is. Wow, a tongue twister. <laughs> um, and that she's actually a she's she completely does a 180 when the camera's not on her and they apparently canceled her for that i haven't kept up with it but yeah a lot of people have started like not liking ellen degeneres just because of all those rumors and all the um accusations and everything and even though that um a lot of people have started not liking her anymore. There's still like a lot of supporters. And that's that's kind of like what's crazy to me about cancel culture is that like, even though the like actual definition of canceled culture is like, um, it's a form of ostracism um, from specifically social media uh, platforms like YouTube, like um, Instagram, all these things, right? Um, it's still crazy how there's still like a lot of supporters that she has, which is obvious because she has built up her company over the past uh, over 15 years, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, it's crazy to think about how um, just a few rumors or I don't know if they're truly rumors or if they're actually true, but it's crazy to think how um, one little rumor can spark something so big especially something as big as canceled culture i also think it's kind of interesting how there's a lot of beauty youtubers um that got that get like caught up in the heat of the moment and they say something bad about another influencer and then all of a sudden they're canceled um or there's an episode of canceling that's been uh brought upon by like a couple of years of these underlying allegations that like suddenly come to light um, at like one period of time and like suddenly spark public outrage. Uh, but it's really interesting how some of them post like these apology videos and then you see in the comments, wow, that's like such a fake apology. And then like the next day people are talking about like how much of like how much of a disgrace it is to post this kind of apology on the internet and like um, cry without their makeup on on screen and like kind of garner sympathy from like these viewers um, that don't really understand the severity of the issue um, versus some of the people that do understand the severity of the issue, issue and call out um, this completely unprofessional apology. But it's, it's kind of weird how like they suddenly forget about it in days and months to come and they're suddenly the beauty youtuber is suddenly back on their feet with like 
a bunch of followers, like newfound followers, old followers, um, that like suddenly forget like everything that's happened. Uh, when canceled culture cancel cancel culture canceling implies that they're no longer going to be a part of that community anymore. Uh, but like seeing how time goes by, a lot of these people that were canceled aren't actually canceled. I actually do find that really interesting about how canceled culture is thrown thrown being canceled is thrown around a lot, um, especially uh, like last year and like the YouTube community. It was thrown around a lot, and not just like what I mentioned earlier and Ellen DeGeneres, but yeah, YouTubers, all these influencers, and it's weird to think about how, like you said, they they're supposedly quote-unquote canceled but the thing about social media is that people's um people's attention spans are only caught what am i saying okay (laughs) i'll repeat so what's really interesting about canceled culture and that how much it's being thrown around is that all these influencers on social media like youtube instagram um it's crazy to think how they could supposed, supposedly be quote-unquote canceled, but like you said, after a few days, a few weeks, people find something else to rage on about, something to put their mind on, right? Because I think that's what happened. That's what's happened to um, at least our generation or in this day and age because um, we have been so prone to just looking at something and um, especially if it's on if it's trending on YouTube um, we're so prone to just looking at it and getting involved with all this drama that we know nothing about and once it simmers down we don't even care about it anymore because it's not trending and it's not popular anymore so I don't know to cancel culture I feel like it started off as a real thing but now I feel like it's being thrown around a lot because especially though the more the more the more popular that someone is the easier it is for them to get back on their feet especially because of all the followers that they have all of the fans that they have so i think i feel like especially now canceled culture is being thrown around a little too much (laughs) i personally don't think there's an appeal to cancel anymore uh because of two reasons one being the word canceled canceling cancel is being thrown out like thrown away too like easily Um, if you look at twitter if you go on your twitter feed you'll probably see this person is canceled because this person doesn't like this Um, they use it so colloquially when it means such a big interesting psychological phenomenon that's going on in the minds of the person that is engaging in the canceling activity um, and society as a whole. Uh, but two, being canceling is taken also a bit too lightly. Uh, in the Lightly in the sense, um, canceling is taken too lightly in the sense, uh, like when, it, when someone is being canceled, uh, the event goes away after like a couple weeks um, and someone finds someone new to cancel. 
and then that first canceling is just completely off the radar and that person can do whatever they want to do and not reflect on whatever action they did that sparked the canceling. So it just creates like this never-ending cycle of doing something bad and then never really understanding why it was bad except for the fact that you have to apologize for it and then people will move on to the next big issue and then you'll forget about it. Uh, Thank you so much Rachel for joining and sharing your insights on cancel culture. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Okay. Okay guys, thank you and see you in the outro. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Today you hopefully learned something new about cancel culture and how we internalize moral transgressions in the age of social media. Visit our website apapasite.wixsite.com psych linked in the description for our resources and scripts on this episode and past episodes. Feel free to send in audio audio why did i suddenly start talking in a british accent feel free to send in audio messages through anchor or contact us through the chat feature in our website see you guys in two weeks